Hello, and welcome to I'm On My Period Piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman Sisters. This week we watched the Netflix 2021, very recent girls, mm-hmm. movie um, The Dig, starring Carrie Mulligan and Ray Fiennes. But before we start talking about it, mm-hmm. bitch, let's sync up. Oh, please. As is our custom. What have you been up to? Thank you for asking, and I'm so sorry to disappoint. Um, you know, I am not the girl that I was when we started this podcast. I used to go on many adventures. Right. Um, and things happened. You know. But, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, so now this is a quick summation of what I've been watching, reading, listening to whatever, and that's also fine. That's the sum of a life for a lot of, you know, that's, <laughs> oh, that's, that's so a good depressing. thing. No, that's good things. <laughs> um, yeah, sure, yeah. Um, okay, I watched all of WandaVision this weekend. Okay, yes. And you and I did talk about this. Mm-hmm. It felt, okay, um... There was our third host, the air conditioner. The, the conditioner just went on. <laughs> she said, you girls talking about WandaVision? <laughs> oh, I loved that program. <laughs> um... The appearance of S.W.O.R.D. in, which is like... Is that the organization? Yeah, and it had something to do with like, oh, I don't even remember what it's called. These, the nastiness. The nastiness. Okay. I feel like I'm becoming so annoying too, because when that happened, I was like, and then you got to remember that the military put so much money into Hollywood. No, exactly. Um, But it just felt like uh, in, and I don't think you've seen this yet, um, in... Uh, portrait of a Lady on Fire. When I haven't. All of a the sudden, there's a man in like the last five minutes, and there hasn't been. Up why? Until this point we can go away. And you didn't realize he was gone, and there like that there weren't men until there is one, and then you're like, ooh, like, you know, <laughs> kind of dumb. I, I was just enjoying like a meta television show about right. a witch. And, you know, her robot husband. And then I was like, oh, good. And the marvel of it all. I don't like this. The military wanna, industrial complex. I don't want to ca- talk to Kat Dennings. Okay, has she always been that nasal? I am wondering the same thing. I was like, I do not recall her voice being this annoying, but I am so annoyed every time she talks. It's pretty annoying, isn't it? It's really annoying. Yeah. It feels like they're slotting her in as that big bespectacled girl on Criminal Minds. This is... Do you know what I mean? The one that's like typing? Babes. Yes. Yeah. This know? is a... I'm sure we are are not the first people to note the trope of like the kind of gothy girl who yes. is uh who's the computer girl she's a computer girl or whatever her field is she like kind of talks down to you like what you don't know that uh-huh uh, mm-hmm. there was a podcast i listened to for a while a narrative podcast called um tannis okay and they had a character tannis moncrief <laughs> this was like tannis, character on tannis root okay. but um and they had a character on it who was like the hacker girl and had like a very flat affect and they always like paid her in Bitcoin. <laughs> Which is now less like yeah, at the time it felt very pigeonholy. Right. Um, and then they did this on the the newest Degrassi too. There's like a a girl with um I wanna I want to say, like, she had, like, surprise, like, she was hiding her multiple sclerosis or something. Oh, my gosh. But that was, like, the, up to that point, it was some, it was some neurological disorder. And, right. like, that's that's her plot line. But up to that point, her whole thing had been, like, yeah, I understand computers, dipshit. And <laughs> <laughs> she was a goth. Well, and there's, like, that Polly Perrette character. What show was she on? Was it NCIS? Oh, my goodness me. Yes. Wasn't she the one? Didn't uh, Coyote Shivers take her for the... <laughs> take a run on her money. I think that's right. He like uh, he like sued her for alimony. They look it's like a pair. A salt <laughs> and pepper shaker. No difference between these two things. <laughs> yeah, they went together real real nice. He also dated Liv Tyler's mom during Empire Records. Oh my god! It just it bears repeating. It does. Um, Eskimo twins with Steven Tyler. Oh, 
If there, do you remember the, what was it, the 20th anniversary of Empire Records and they had like that, um, it was like the oral history of making it the summer that they made it. And it was like all those kids, all those actors were like not that famous yet. Like Coyote Shivers may have been like yeah. among the more well, famous the, of the, the did, group. Did they film it in California or did they film it on the East Coast? In like North Carolina. I was going to say, because I think it's supposed to be set kind of in like Connecticut. Yeah, they filmed it in some little sleepy beach town and apparently they were all like young and not super well known and they would just like like work during the day and then like rage and get high and eat pizza and stuff all night and I was like that sounds like so much fun oh my god I <laughs> like, love making a behind the scenes making it story me too that is like wholesome good fun right like these kids are just having a good time it's like summer teenagers camp. yeah they made it sound like it was like a, a camp for like these young actors and it's like some of them are really A-listy still, and I'm like, I wonder if they, like, think about that time, you know, or, like, if they ever still talk, or, you know what I mean? I would like to think so. I, I had this discussion with some friends um, recently where I was like, I realize that, like, perhaps most people don't, maybe they, maybe they do, but I, I don't want to take it for granted that this is a universal belief, but for whatever reason in my mind, regardless of whatever my religious tradition is, I have always, like, assumed that when I die, I get access to all footage. Oh, yeah. Of everything. Yeah, absolutely. On demand. Mm -hmm. So, like, when you're dead... And, like, that's the idea of heaven to me. Like, being able to (laughs) answer any question I want, but, like, Googling it and getting the microfiche, by which I mean footage. (laughs) Great usage of that word. Um, I just, like, assume... That, like, VH1 when I'm dead. And I'm probably... I'd like to think I'm still going to be kind of outdoorsy when I'm dead. Right. Um, But I assume, like, VH1 for me is, like, I actually get to see the behind the scenes of the Lady Marmalade video getting made. Oh, my God. And that's my first request. The absolute... I want to know who killed JFK. That is important to me, too. The drama of it all. I am very excited about Lady Marmalade. And I also want to know what happened with the video for Automatic by the Pointer Sisters. Yeah. (laughs) What happened there? Well, I can tell you what happened. They said, we're going to put this camera on a tripod. We have 30 minutes. (laughs) You girls just dance. I don't know. I just showed Lindsay this before we started recording. Um, So I've been going through like a mild Pointer Sisters phase because their cover of Dirty Work absolutely shreds. It's so good. It's so good. Um, and then I rediscovered Automatic through, like, Spotify creating a radio station of that. Like, I've heard it before, probably on Pose. That's um, probably it, It yeah. seems like a Pose song. And it's a great song. Um, but I had to go watch the video. My God. Lindsay did the choreography, actually. <laughs> but yeah, it, they did use my signature dance move, and they're going to be getting my bill. <laughs> Which is uh, a slight swivel of the hip and a and you one raise your satellite arm. arm. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. raise your arm up and you kind of, like, shake yeah, a little bit side to side. You get, like, a very little half-assed hi- shake of the hips. Really rude of them to seal that two years before I was born. I agree. I think it was really messed up. Anyway, that's what I've been up to. Um, how about you? How are you? Girl, I'm doing pretty well. We, so, I think I said last week, you know, we've got our Peloton, and this Saturday, I, like, slept in a little bit because Marigold had been up in the middle of the night on Friday night. And I was like, Parker, you can take him downstairs. Bye. And so when I woke up, I kind of, like, took my time getting ready. And then, like, I did, like, a mid-morning workout. And it was, like, the longest ride I've done, which is only 30 minutes. Like, don't get too impressed. But for some reason, that, like, kicked off a productivity thing for me. And I, okay, work. like, power cleaned the rest of the day. Like, while Marigold was napping, I mopped downstairs and Parker was like fixing our vacuum and we like 
I don't know. Like, that doesn't sound like that impressive, but it was like we did a lot of deep cleaning tasks that we hadn't done in a while. It's no better feeling. Oh, it was so nice. We, like, went to bed in a clean house on Saturday night. And, um, and then Friday night, yeah, we watched... We watched WandaVision. We watched Mr. Mayor. We started watching... Do you remember that play that we tried to go see with Courtney? The Frank Oz thing, and we couldn't yes. get tickets? Yes. It's on Hulu now. She oh, texted cool. me. And so we started watching that, and Parker was kind of, like, only half invested. So I was like, okay, I'll watch the rest of it by myself later. But it was pretty interesting, I thought. And then, yeah, I don't remember. Saturday night, I don't remember what we watched. Oh, we watched the last Star Wars movie. The oh, ninth, the ninth one. one. Which, Wait, why, why, the, why the ugh? I thought the eighth one was way better. The Ryan Johnson one. Do you know what? Um, Taylor, Anna's Taylor, uh-huh. very huge fan of eight. And yeah. I had always heard that like the fanboys were not super yeah. into it. And he was, he has corrected me Here's on that. Eight is fun because Laura it's Dern. got Laura Dern going mm-hmm. pew, pew, pew. And also the ninth one, it's like. It was, I honestly got really sad watching Billy Lord, like, help her CGI mother walk. I was like, the thought of this girl having to act with, like, a body double with her mom's face, like, CGI'd onto it makes me really sad. And Yeah, I had not thought about that until you brought that point up. And then, um, but also just, like, the weird kiss at the end. Like, there had been zero between Kylo and Ren. Oh, I actually... Ray. I felt that that was earned. I did not feel that it was earned. I don't know. I just, it, it felt really random. And it was like, okay, so this is like, he's like kissing her back to life and then taking the death from her. I don't know. It was an energetic exchange. It was so weird. Um, but whatever. I mean, it was, I'm glad I've finally seen all of them. Um, I just like don't feel that they gave like Finn and Poe enough to do. And they're fun. Those those two characters. Uh Wow, Poe is, like, very cute. He's extremely cute. Like, I mean, obviously Oscar Isaac is, like, a hot man. But, right. like, Poe is, like, cute. He's adorable. Yeah. 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 As, I mean, as is Finn. Finn's adorable. Yeah. And the, honestly, Parker, that's what Parker and I were saying. I would more believe a kiss between the two of them than between... Between Finn and Poe? Between them, between Let Kyle me tell you, the girls on Tumblr at the time, and I were didn't shipping even, it, yeah. I, I was not even privy to that program at all. Like, right. I, had, I watched it last week. Right. Um, But they wanted it. Yeah. They were shipping it. <laughs> they wanted it real bad. They really did. And it, it seemed like at the beginning, they were very much trying to push, like, a uh, Finn and Ray thing. I couldn't... Yeah, that would have been, like, a... That would have been, like, a natural successor to, like, the Leia and Han of it all. But then I kind of like at the end that they were just all three buddies that were I like that, too. That feels more fun. That... Yeah, I really like that. The Kylo thing, it was, like... I, I felt like there was more to that kiss than, like, just, obviously, it wasn't, like, sexual or romantic. There was, right. like, a very spiritual conclusion yeah. to their relationship. Yeah. I do want to have a I have a question for Adam Driver. Have you considered another quaff? Like, oh, yeah, well, like, why is that always his hair? Why, why is his hair always that? That's a that? good point. I've like, never thought about that. I Well, he's got really big ears. He does. So I feel like he keeps it long to kind of hide it. Maybe that's it. It's It's not a bad haircut. No, it's just, you know, when every character he plays has that same haircut, you know? You're making a good point. It's honestly, like, jarring to watch an old season of Girls and you see him with short hair and you're like, excuse, I... (laughs) Well, it's like one of those... Like, he's always playing Adam Driver if his appearance never changes. He's always playing Adam Driver on <laughs> no matter period, what he dude. Does. Like, and it, he's good. He's yeah. a very good actor. Totally. Um, but the Adam Driver of it all will never it's, leave him. It's nuts. 
Um, but other than that, I have been watching Search Party, finally. Mm-hmm. And I want to discuss mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am... What a program. If you're not watching it, listener, it's all on HBO Max. There are four seasons, ten episodes each, and there are 30-minute episodes, and maybe even, like, 20-something minutes. I have not been this engrossed in a TV show in so long. Oh, my gosh. I... It is so. It took such a stressful turn at the end of season one that I did not expect. Like I did not think that's where the show was going. And oh, honestly, yeah. it's like the first few episodes. It's kind of like, where is this going? It's kind of like meandering a little uh-huh. bit. And then it's like, oh my god, oh my god. Like it gets so zany and so. It does, but they stressful too. Like they balance. Like it's so silly in some parts. It gets the story amps up every single season. Yeah, but. They do such a pretty, like, interesting job of framing it around a specific problem each season. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll be curious to see what, what comes of five. Yeah. Um, yeah, Parker just said he heard that it was renewed for another season. Oh, the end. <laughs> well, talk to me when you're done. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it has to be. But, like, John Early, I love him more than ever. Like, this character that he, it is just so <laughs> detached from reality, like... <laughs> Yeah, I I love that he keeps milking it too, like as a liar. <laughs> like that's an identity he claims. Like yeah, I'm just he's a liar. Like, happy to claim it. <laughs> uh, when he starts writing on the paper towels. <laughs> oh my god, it was so. It's like well, if like, I just get I these pieces to, to fit together, I have then... to see what's heavier. <laughs> Give me the baby. Because <laughs> wouldn't it be crazy if it went coffee table <laughs> basket? Baby couch. <laughs> it's so crazy. That scene is like. Unhinged. Yeah. The what whole is, show, honestly. The guy who plays Drew, what is his name? I don't know. Um, let me look him up. He is so interesting because he, like, is cute. Yeah, he is. You like, know what? He's a cute dude, but he always plays assholes. His character felt and, like, looks like a Dilbert character. Uh-huh. Um, and for most of the first season, I was like, this guy has no personality. He's like, really awful the first season. They do and then such a good job of, like, not letting you... Like, you start to, like... John Reynolds. ...cracks in someone's character and think, like, oh, maybe they're not so bad. And then it's like, nope. <laughs> they, they're I mean, still terrible. When, when he's, like, trying to get to China. <laughs> yes. It's so... Oh, my gosh. Uh, I, mean, I highly recommend it, listeners. I'm, I'm having more fun than I've had watching any TV show in a long time. I mean, and of course, it's, like, all the people you want in a show. I like oh, my God. My lord. That woman, the, honestly, the, the, um, her, what's it called? The picture they take at jail. At jail. Her, what's it called? Uh, her mugshot. Her mugshot. The picture they take at jail. Cool. It's so cool. It is cool. It's like it's a just, really pretty picture of her. I love that she's been rocking the short hair for as long as she has, yeah, too. Yeah, like, it, it works. It just suits her so well. And her, like, weirdo little stick and pokes, like. She's so striking. Big fan. Like she's, fan. like, such a beautiful person. Truly. I mean, everyone on that show really is. And, like, to your point, like, you think Portia's not going to be your favorite. And then Portia really actually has some of the best acting Yeah. She's really good. Like, at the first season, I felt like, I don't know, I thought, like, oh, I know what she's doing here. It's, like, the ditzy drip girl, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, no, she's, like, really good at this. She has, she's very layered. Yeah. Um, I love, in season one, when she, like, tells the story to Elliot about how her father died of cancer. And he was like, wait, is that true? And she's like, I guess you'll never know. Uh, oh, my like, God. Oh. Whoa. That was good. She gave him a taste of his own medicine. I, also, great. all of their apartments. We talked about this. Oh, my God. And Especially all of Elliot's, Elliot's. 
Oh my god. Yeah, I didn't remember season one Elliot dressing that crazy. I need to go back and see. But it, by season two, it's like yeah, he didn't dress as what crazy. What in the hell? Like they are having fun with <laughs> well, his wardrobe. All the hats too to hide his stress ball. Yeah, is that like those like um, the one- plastic mesh baseball caps? Yeah, like we used to wash Craig's hats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what that is? It's like a hat form. Yeah, it's okay. a hat form to put him in the washing machine. <laughs> It's so silly. Oh, my God. Very, very goofy stuff going yeah. on in the wardrobe there. Yeah. That um, no, no, no suit that he's... There's a video of him dancing in it. Yes. Oh and what, gosh. like, an interesting pairing of, like, that with um, all that, like, Purity Ring music that they play. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. Purity Ring needed needed that coin. They need From my <laughs> understanding, because they were absolutely everywhere in 2012, and then no one... And then, no. well, they said, we're going to take this search party. I saw oh, them at but South, dear. but... <laughs> I saw them at uh, South ACL. by 2012. Or South by. South by. Okay. Yeah. Because we saw them at ACL the last year that I went to ACL. Maybe. Yeah. I remember being in a warehouse in South by and seeing them okay. at Craig. Okay. Because um, old girl was dressed like she worked at Lady Foot Locker. No. Yeah, just wearing like a, like a vertical black and white stripe. And then like <laughs> she would like hit a temp or like a scent and then like a light would come on with Sweetheart. it. Sweetheart. And I remember being like a little hacky. <laughs> But like, what you need to a warehouse show and a tent. What you need to understand at the time, right, is that I think I was probably there to see like Titus Andronicus or something. Right. I think I was like still, um, you know, more outwardly punky presenting. Do you remember when Courtney and you and I were at Lambert's and Diarrhea Planet was playing upstairs? I sure did. <laughs> I sure do, because that name really killed me. <laughs> it's so gross. I, <laughs> whatever you think Diarrhea Planet sounds like, it's not you're what right. you're thinking. <laughs> it's not what you're thinking. Um, oh, it sounds yeah, like I, Diarrhea. I kept, wow, thank you for remembering that. We kept really laughing about that. We really like, did. Lambert's it was is like pretty classy, too. <laughs> I know, it's like, why? Like, it's like, that's a place where you get a $15 cocktail. Yeah. And it was... Um, it was giving diarrhea planet. Yeah, I'm surprised that they agreed to that. But speaking of um, mud, mud of the butt. Let's yeah. talk about the dig. Yes, let's talk about the dig. <laughs> so I'm thinking about taking a digger. Um, so this is a new boy that came out on Netflix like two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. And I think we thought it would be a heavy period because it was two different time frames really that are discussed. But mm. it's it's. Still entirely set in 19... I thought it was 38. Oh, maybe it's 38. But it's still... I mean, it's like a decent... That's, an, that's important. A moderate flow. <laughs> it's a moderate flow for sure. I mean, we're like at almost 100 years back yeah. for that. Oof. I know. Um, Something unpredictable, but in the end is right. <laughs> the, um, yeah, the end felt very bad. <laughs> it, it did, didn't it? <laughs> we I had fun like on this dig. Like, they were, <laughs> the real treasure was the friendships we made along the way. Um, this was a very good movie, I will say. I think, uh, controversial, I think it was a good movie. Yeah. Um, not great, but like pretty it good. Was, it was quality solid. Was there? Yeah, the quality was there. My problem with it is my problem with most movies in that there's too many people, and it's also <laughs> too damn long. It was too long. It was uh, over two hours. And then when I was like, like reading about the historical veracity, well, I guess we'll get into it. There's a couple characters they threw in here that were made Not up real. out of whole cloth. Not so. real. Um, uh, so 1938 Suffolk. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Miss Carrie Mulligan playing Mrs. Pretty. Mm-hmm. What was her first name? Do you remember? Edith. Edith Pretty. She's a widow living out in this um, massive country mansion with her just unbelievably cute kid. He is so sweet. 
I cried at the end. I, like, could not. Yeah, oh. it was a spontaneous pregnancy sort of thing for me. Like, yeah. I uh, am a mother of a 10-year-old yeah. now. Can you believe? <laughs> Can you believe? Um, did you read about the actual Edith Pretty? No. Okay. What? So... <laughs> Was she a eugenicist? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. She was originally supposed to be played by Nicole Kidman. Oh, no. I d- yeah, because she was in her 50s. She was 53. She had this boy at 47. Okay, work. Yeah. So the there's a story in that the like, servants are telling each other in front of Basil, who's Ray Fine's character. He's a sort of amateur archaeologist, they say. Mm-hmm. Self-taught. Although, self-taught. Although what I was reading was that um, basically his archaeology skills were just as good as anybody that had like the formal training because mm-hmm. he'd been doing it for so long and he took very good, like, good care of things. He just didn't go things. to college. He just didn't go to college. Thing, yeah. So he wasn't able to like make a full living doing that. He was also like a, he worked as like a constable and did something else. Like, I don't know, maybe like shoe repair or something. It was some, he had like other oh, jobs. Yeah. When he talks about 20 pounds a week, uh, yeah. I saw that that was 210 pounds in today's money. Yeah, that's like not enough money. <laughs> no. So. so he made like, okay, 800 pounds is probably like what, $1,200 a month? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not enough. Which, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. So anyways, his, um, he, oh, so he and Edith would have actually been like around the same age. Yeah. She was actually... I think six years older than he was. Um, but she hires him because the land that she lives on has all these huge burial mounds on it. And she's like, I don't know, it could be like Anglo-Saxon, could be Viking, I don't know. And so he starts digging and initially doesn't seem to find that much. He finds like a plank one day and it they try to pick it up and it like breaks. Mm-hmm. And then one day he's like, oh shit, I found like the hull of a ship. And well, that's... Or was yeah. there, did I skip so, over So, no, he starts digging in this one area, and he's, like, having a conversation with her, and, like, hits a sensitive point, I guess, in the dirt mound. Oh, my God, yes. And is completely consumed by it. That, buried alive. I gasped, because I was, like, not expecting that. No, and then, like, I truly did not expect him to pull through from uh-huh. it. Like, how long can you be buried? He was, like, fully buried for, like, it seemed like six minutes or something in the movie. I, who knows if that even happened in real life, though? I don't know. I, I, there's just no way of knowing. There's no way. But after that, like, it's, you know, he's coughed up some dirties laying there. You know, having an NDE. She literally asked him, like, did you hear anything on the other side? And he was like, yeah, I heard my grandfather's name, interestingly. Well, which, that was apparently, like, an homage to the fact that Edith Pretty was really into spiritualism. Oh, yeah. So she, like, believed in trying to, like, talk to the people who'd crossed over and stuff. Yeah, I don't know when that became such a um, fringe belief, when it's actually had, like, a huge role in history. Yeah. The Reagans consulted a psychic. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anyway. But, yeah, so, sorry, the, Basil is, like, kind of, it seems like he's kind of interested in her as a person. They they sort of make it seem like maybe the, the two of them have, like, a quasi-romantic connection, and then they kind of pull back from that. I was... I had questions about that as well, because but, it seemed like she was really into him specifically. Yes. But then, when you meet the wife, I was like, oh, great. Here she... Like, it felt like yeah. a, here she is to spoil the party moment, but actually, they, they had, like, a very loving relationship. And his wife was lovely. She's so adorable. So She's cute. Like, I brought like, you some new shirts. Right. Like, I wrote you letters, and he was like, I was distracted, and I was like, oh, likely. And it turns out, like, he just was. He just really was. Yeah. yeah. Like... He was, and, like, reading about what was going on, and... Yeah, and such a fascinating um, relationship. That wife was in Pride, by the way. Oh, I wondered where I'd seen her. Pride. So, Um, oh, but so I was going to tell you that Basil overhears the servants talking about how Edith's husband had proposed to her on her 18th birthday, which is actually true. 
but her father didn't approve of their relationship. Mm. And so they didn't get married until a year after her father had died when she was like 35. And Parker was like, at some point, can't you just say, I don't care if you approve of my relationship. I'm going to marry this guy. Or I mean, like in the intervening years, he went off to war. I don't know if they were actually like in touch that whole time. Maybe they reconnected. Some people are really twisted up about that. Yeah. Um, Oh, you know what I think that I wrote as a note here is apart. God, my notes are so stupid. Mine are too. <laughs> I just wrote that dude got buried. Um, it's funny to me that like she could call upon an archaeologist the way you could like a contractor, right? And yeah. Not, and knowing his rates, I was like, like contractor rates. Yeah. yeah. Like interesting. I know. It's. I guess it's like a thing when you live in a country that's like got history, got actual artifacts to dig up. I don't know. Yeah. Fascinating. Um. So. He he comes out of this this near death experience very quickly back on his feet within minutes. Yeah, um, and runs out to this mound that like Edith had initially wanted him to dig into, mm-hmm. and he was like, "No, let me tell you, like the actual like mounds like this are probably picked over by grave robbers." But then he's like, "Oh, actually, it's oval shaped. They probably would have tried to go in at the center, but I bet this isn't the actual center." Yeah, let me see what happened here. So that's when he starts digging and starts uncovering. A huge, like, boat. The the Hutton... The Sutton who? Sutton who. Sutton yeah. Foster. So, yeah, that means, like, Sutton is, like, to do with south, and then who is hill. So it's, like, southern hills is what Sutton who Okay. Means. Interesting. Um, so he is uncovering this more and more. Um, at some point... Is it the Royal Museum? The, the British Museum. The British Museum catches wind. And they, like, this pissed me off. They were like, well, um, this is a matter of national importance, so, like, we're the experts are here to take over now. Yeah, I was curious about that. Like, does eminent domain apply to that kind of thing? I guess it probably does when it's, like, things that are... And, and honestly, I'm glad, because, like, we don't need millionaires buying, like... Oh, certainly. ...valuable things that... that like, that's, I, that belongs to, like, everybody, you I know? I feel like she's allowed a bit of say on what happens in her land. I, right. This is the American in me who's, like, you know, cocking a shotgun and telling you to get off my land. Right. But, like, yeah. It felt, it felt a little icky that she couldn't be like, well, this guy's been doing a really good job so far. Like, I like him. So, he does get to stay. Basil gets to stay yeah. and, like, help continuing. But, like, there's this dumb something Phillips that's like, I'm taking over now and I'm in charge of everything. And they have Lily James. James. I was going to say Collins. Lily James shows up as Peggy Piggott. Who's, oh my God. Um, (laughs) Her name now is Margaret Guido. Uh, Well, maybe she's, she's probably not still with us. No, I think she died. Yeah. Um, And because her second husband's last name was Guido. His first name was Luigi. No, no, not Luigi Guido. Yeah, it's like being named, like, Spencer Wasp, you know? (laughs) Totally. Uh, Like, I could not get over being like, he's the love of my life, Luigi Guido. (laughs) It's kind of a sweet name, though. It's, yeah. I love Italians. (laughs) I love Italians. I do. So, Lily James, in the movie, they have her, you know, Lily James aged, and she's married to some, like, middle-aged guy who Um, could not... Ben, what's his name? Nicole's obsessed with him. Um, Chaplin. Ben Chaplin. I did not recognize that that was Ben Chaplin. What is he from? He's just, like, sort of vaguely handsome English man. Okay. But I'm sure that he's been in some favorite period pieces of hers. Let me look him up. But, yeah, he's, like, he... They're, like, supposedly newlyweds, and they, like, left their honeymoon to come be on this dig, and they kind of make it seem like the only reason that she's allowed to, like, participate is because she's lightweight, so she can, like... 
traverse over... Which is a <clears throat> historical inaccuracy. Yeah, actually, she was, like, a really accomplished archaeologist. Right. Like, and, oh, why, and why do that? Why do that? And, um... I feel like we've just gotten so trapped by the trope of, like, they underestimated the girl. And it's like, maybe don't, maybe tell the story of when they didn't underestimate the girl. Right, because, like, historically, like... Like, that was an actual moment in the late 30s where a female archaeologist was, like, allowed to participate in the same capacity as a man, and no one questioned it because she was accomplished, and that's a story worth telling. That's cool. You don't need to put it in this, like, postmodern, like, girl boss trope. It's so annoying. It really is. And they also have her um, married to this man who's quite a bit older than her and doesn't seem interested in the least oh in my god it was like a having sex with her class. well that's just british right. <laughs> like that's another like d- dawdling british man who doesn't realize you're making a pass at right which at one point she like takes a robe off and is like haha and he's like put it cover up which yikes like the disrespect to titties at that he point. not about to talk to me that oh, way i would simply cry for quite a while <laughs> i endured that kind of rejection so awful. Like, I, my feelings got hurt which also in real life when this happened she was 27 and he was 29 like they were not he was not that much older than her why why, why do this <laughs> and and so our our beautiful beautiful johnny Flynn oh, is in this movie. Flynn. Not Yay. looking at his best in this, I don't think. But no. I still love him. He also showed up <laughs> strange angels <laughs> flung from space. <laughs> <laughs> like he served it was like no purpose. He, well and he again was that a made also up character. Didn't exist. Didn't exist. Right. So he's supposed to be Edith's cousin Rory Lomax. And you can tell that they're cousins because they are both blondes. Right. Naturally. And Rory Lomax. Rory Lomax. And he's a photographer. Slash, I guess he was supposed to, like, help dig, and then once the real diggers came... I don't recall his fingers getting dirty one moment. No. (laughs) And so he and uh, Peggy have a frisson. I was hoping you would say frisson. You you did this to me. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a hard word to get rid of yeah it's a good one it's, it's a good, really word. good word did i say it right frizzle you I, you did and you like the um, listener <laughs> she did what i would say is a francophilic um little twist of the wrist yeah yeah and it's and it's right in culture to do that <laughs> <laughs> like i'm squeezing an orange midair yeah you um <laughs> you just like supremed an orange midair <laughs> yeah it was gorgeous um, um so, so they had a frisson a frisson and they um she ends up, like, sneaking off. So one day, they're digging, whatever, and they uncover just an absolute gobsmacking treasure trove of gold. Yeah. And everyone's celebratory. So all these, like, older archaeologist types are at the pub. By the way, background noise in all of this is that World War II is coming. So they're like, we better hurry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the unpleasantness is about to start up again. So while they're at the pub, like, they're practicing blackout drills and stuff and whatever. So Peggy takes her chance and sneaks off and has a little coffee moment with Rory. Mm -hmm. They don't actually hook up yet. And then the next, like, they have some celebration of the whole jewels or whatever. And she's like, you go off and do your thing. Obviously, we're not meant to be together, and I don't make you come alive. And then she goes and, like... Well, he was a dick in so many ways, too, where he was, like... I don't know. He just wasn't very... He wasn't nice to her. He wasn't very nice to her. I also, like, couldn't tell if they were, like, 
intimating some flirtiness between him and another man on the crew. Mm. I don't know if you... I didn't catch that. Maybe I just... It was like... There was like a shared eye contact. I think he was just so Famously, if you hold eye contact with someone for more than a second, you are in love and in fact married. It's called the furtive gay glance. Well, I was going to... I just think eye contact um, means that like you are my wife now. Right. 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 Um, And that is a problem. Right. For me. Right. Many partners. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So many. But... Uh, well, okay, so Peggy also, I, did they make clear, like, what she's, um, dying of? So... Not Peggy, um... Edith. Edith. But at some okay. point during the film, we're to understand that her health is ailing. Yeah, like, at various points, and they age make up to her. Okay. They did her some dirt. I was wondering that, but I will say that I also assumed she was older than she was when I watched, um, Promising Young Woman. Oh, She's 35. Yeah, she's she's almost exactly one year older. Which than me. she looks like a thirty five year old to meet out in the world, but she yeah. looks Hollywood forty five sometimes. Yeah, I think it's because she hasn't had Botox. I googled Carrie Mulligan smoker today. Oh, <laughs> she's not. Oh, I was gonna say I could see. She's also very. I think the fact that she's very very thin, probably right. Like not that you know, but like sometimes that makes your when your face doesn't have a lot of fat in it, it yeah, can yeah, kind yeah. of age you a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but she, um. Apparently, like, when she goes and she has a local doctor, and he's like, it's just your nerves. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to learn how to calm down or whatever. And then she's, like, like the um, symptom of, like, a million different chronic illnesses. Right. <laughs> right. And I think, like, I guess he assumed she was having a panic attack or whatever. But she goes into London to see real doctors, and they talk about how she had a rheumatic fever when she was a little girl, mm. and it, like, weakened her heart and her lungs. And so, I guess, like, I don't really know. It's, I guess it's just, like, devolving. In real life, she died of a stroke. Um, oh, huh. Yeah. But, like, six years after all this happened. Or, no, four years. It was 1942 when she died. Um, but she... The thing that stresses me out in this movie is that she has this little boy and his dad is dead. And so she's kind of like, I have to live. I'm like super sick, but I can't die because like, who will take care of my son? So when Rory goes off to war, she's like, you can't die. Like, you can't. Robert needs you. Yeah. Which is like so stressful <laughs> like like it's like the odds are not in your favor there no. especially i mean they were talking about how like that it's so funny to hear them say like they i hear this world be fought in the air because it's like oh they kind of all are now yeah um, yeah but and that they were ill-equipped at first like you know learning on old planes like it, yeah. it did not seem like it was going to go super hot for rory it did not um oh yeah there was a there was a helicopter crash in the river by the house I that, was, that like, was a plane crash maybe it was a plane but it was such a weird that also i'm like what did this serve in the plot they wanted to remind you of the war that was like literally crashing into the crash i guess yeah i guess that's what, what the point was but it's like i get it the war's coming like they have Rory go fish this dead body out of the water. And I guess it did have kind of like a nice rhyming with like them carrying a dead body in a boat because that's the boat that they uncovered was apparently like a okay, burial so boat. Okay, look at you. You just like, um, look at you. But okay, sweet thing about Basil, the archaeologist, and the little boy Robert. Basil's oh my like, God, their relationship. So sweet. And Basil's like kind of like a Renaissance man. Like it seems like he knows mm-hmm. lots of things about lots of things. And the little boy was like, do you. 
have you, can you fly or something? I can't remember what he said. And he oh, was yeah. like, oh yeah, I, I can fly through the cosmos. I loved the way they, because later the little boy says cosmos. It's so too. cute. Um, which is so perfect because I'm reading the human cosmos Look, right human now. Cosmos. Um, and I'm at the point where they're talking about sea navigation. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, so that's, you know, an interesting synchronicity. Yeah. Um, that's cool. The scene where the little boy is like talking about the legend of like the, queen dying and meeting her husband in the sky which is also interesting in the human cosmos because they bring up how like every culture has a hunter who takes to the stars yeah. story again kind of cool brought around but that murdered me explaining that oh, oh my god i was like not me getting teared up no he he because he tells basil that he wants to take his mom sailing or something because he oh, okay he overhears his mom having like one of her like Incidents where she's mm-hmm. like having a hard time breathing, <clears throat> and then he gets really worked up and he like starts crying and he's like, "When my dad died, he told me that it was my job to take care of my mom, mm-hmm. and I'm failing or I failed or something." And Basil's like, "No, we all fail." And I was like, "That's not a helpful thing to say in this situation because right. the fact is he has not failed at this. Like, it's an impossible. You can't keep someone alive. So like, don't perhaps tell a child that they." Don't yeah <laughs> to take care of things that are far beyond their That's ability. That's one of those like weird, like, like that the generation. Yeah, no, and I'm like, oh my god, the trauma. Maybe just don't say that. The to compounded that kid. trauma. Like, don't your your little boy is not a man, right? He is a little boy. Let little boys be little boys, right? Oh. oh my gosh! But he tells Basil he wants to take his mom sailing, like in the the boat that they've uncovered. And Basil's like, I don't think this is like seaworthy. And the little boy's like, I don't care. We're gonna do it. And they like bring blankets. And like a pillow, and he they like go look at the stars from this boat with his uh, mom while she's sick, and he's like, "Oh my god!" It just really killed me. I was like, <laughs> "I mean, Basil was just like an angel person, so sweet." Um, okay, weirdly, one of my only notes on Ray Fines was the very first shot. <laughs> I for sure thought he looked like Tan France. Oh really? Yeah, I was like, Tan France is what he's in the house. Yeah, I surprised by that. Um, I was also. It took me a minute to adjust to his accent. I guess that's like a Suffolk accent, but the oi, oi, Troyd. I was like, they really. It sounded Australian. It did. It sounded really goofy to me, but. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was like he he did a good. Everybody did a good job. I just think that they could have trimmed a lot of fat from the well, script. Well, and it ended up being like, <clears throat> Peggy died at some point, um, you know, even though she told him that she wanted him to get proper recognition, the Royal Museum just didn't until, like, recently. And, uh, you know, that's kind of life. And that's like, that that's, on that, yeah. Like, nothing about the fake Rory and whether he ended up with the very, um, you know... Real-life Peggy Piggott. With the, the liberties that they took on Peggy Piggott. I mean, clearly not, because she married yeah. um, Luigi Guido. Apparently, Peggy and the other... the Mr. Piggott divorced in, like, 1954... Yeah, and so they were like they're trying to like intimate that things are pro- like problematic because they actually did get divorced in real life, and I'm like, yeah, 15 years later, like, I the the mess, the mess, the mess. The mess. Um, what was the uh, oh, I told you the director's name and I or his wife's name, and now I I'm oh sure I can't remember. I'm, it was I'm a cute pl- name though. Oh, his wife's name? Yeah. Oh, it made me laugh. I thought it was cute. Let me see if I... Let me scroll up through our very no, long... No, I already found it. Don't worry. Um, Jessamy. Jessamy. <laughs> like Sesame. Jessamy. He married a woman named Jessamy, mm. um, and they are no longer together. Oh. Uh, but I will tell you that, you know, two names that came out of this that I 
it was well one of the actresses is named Bronwyn and I've always loved that name I do like that name yeah um, and then you and I talked about Basil I do love the name Basil and as well you know what I might try to sneak that into a kid's middle name oh it's great it, right like, it's great <laughs> come on come on it gives earthy it does give earthy but I feel like people are gonna be like Basil you well know? I mean how many times are they gonna have to pronounce his hey, middle name Basil um <clears throat> yeah maybe not uh Anyway, watch this movie, I guess. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's like a good, uh, quiet evening at home. It's a, uh, you know, not often are you going to get a movie set during World War II that is primarily not about World War II. There's that. Yeah, there's that. Um, and also you should look up the, I think it's the death mask that they found on the Sutton Who. Oh, word. They found a death well, mask? Well, not a, maybe I'm not, death mask is maybe not the right word, but they found like a, um, like a gold mask in the, oh, like cool. the person's face, but he's got like a... Like a little, like, duh, bear's mustache. Oh, like, look at it. Look at okay. who mask. Okay. Um, he, I mean, he just oh, he just looks like a sports dad. <laughs> this training video I was watching. Not <laughs> Netflix promoting Rebecca to me with a photo of oh, Army the Hammer. The helmet. The hel- oh. helmet is a better word, perhaps. Not them using Army Hammer in the promotional Dude, materials. they put him front and center. Like, <laughs> why? That's not ideal. It's not... It's not ideal. It's not ideal. Well, do you have any thoughts about what you'd like to watch next week? I'm actually, like, trying to figure that out so fast so that we don't have to pause. I did have an idea that I suggested. What was it? uh, Judy on Hulu. How long is Judy? I don't know. I don't know. Judy. I feel like we're going to rip it apart. (laughs) We probably are. It's almost two hours. Okay, I can do that. Or we can find a shorty one. No, I can do do sub two. Okay. It's 158. Um... Okay, let's do it. We're gonna wait. Right. What, what what um what service is Judy on? Hulu. 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 <laughs> um. By the way, have you heard about Firefly Lane? <laughs> yeah, I saw the trailer and I was like, "What to heck? <laughs> what to heck?" Indeed. I uh, yeah. Netflix like played me a preview. Sarah of Chalk. It. Well, I haven't heard from you in a while. Wait, that's Sarah Chalk. That's Sarah Chalk. I was too distracted by brunette Heigl, who was doing a weird accent. Yeah. Like, what's what's that about? What's the general temperature about Katherine Heigl right now? Uh, I, I thought that we had all decided that she was <laughs> rude, crude, and uncouth. <laughs> and she's... But she, know. like, was mean to the writers on Grey's Anatomy She was mean to the writers, and then, like, years after um, Knocked Up, she was like, that movie was actually very sexist. And I was like, that movie is the only thing you had to rehabilitate your image. Truly. And, like... Yeah, there were definitely sexist moments of that movie. I'm not going to deny that. Do I like it? I certainly still like yeah, that movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I have made peace with the part of me that just really enjoys a Judd Apatow movie. I just, I don't know who this Firefly Lane is supposed to be for. Well, my friend Megan watched all of it. Oh, she did? <laughs> okay, did she like it? Yeah, she called it a, a mom drum. Oh, um, I'm not sure. I'm she ready said for that. mom drama and then later mom com <laughs> for like a different thing, and I was like, "You're kind of on fire right now." Okay, interesting. I cannot believe that Sarah Chalk. I watched like two full minutes of a preview of this with yep. no clue that it was Sarah Chalk. Yeah, I'm happy for her. Yeah, it's a it's a veritable who's who once you get past the two main actresses. It truly, I was like, I don't know a single one of these Not names. A one of you girls. Oh. Um, I'll you know. Man, yeah. Instead of watching that, you should watch Search Party, which has everybody that's funny. I can't even judge because I watched. uh, You did watch Sweet Magnolia. Sure did watch Sweet Magnolias. (laughs) Absolutely, I did. (laughs) Would I do it again? No. (laughs) I got to get cracking on uh, Bridgerton too, but 
you know, the search party is you're there. not getting tested on it. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, Just live your life. All right, well, next week, Judy. Yes, Judy. On Hulu. Hulu. Um, until then, you know, watch some good stuff, read some good books, go to bed early. I don't know. Treat yourself. Do all of it. All right, bye. Bye.